Financial Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Time for some social studies. It's 9 o'clock. That's when we go onto a Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata and find some gold. Sarah, what, do you fi- what have you found in it? Only gold. Gold exclusively. Isn't that fierce? Isn't so that? I love gold. So much gold. We're on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. I've mentioned it a few times uh, this week and last, but thanks to the new followers who are coming our way, we very much appreciate you and we appreciate all who participate in social studies. All right, we've got three new names in the mix for the Cardinals head coach vacancy. Mike Coffey who I just mentioned in the update, plus Lou Anarumo and Brian Callahan, both coordinators with the Cincinnati Bengals. Guys, we're doing a social studies classic. We're looking for a song title or a song lyric that best describes the current state of the Cardinals coaching search. We got lots of responses. I will go uh, off the top of my head, uh, the Beatles, Long and Winding Road. Yeah. Whose door will it lead to, though? All right. Okay, what responses do we have? Sure. We've only just begun. The Carpenters submitted. You have to sing each of these. I, <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, also, some of them I can't sing because I don't know what they are. We've this one only I do. only just begun. Stunning. Thank you, Jared. Uh, this is the song that never ends. <laughs> yes, it goes on and on, my friends. <laughs> that one's from Matt. There you go, Jared. You got your song singing. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Is there anybody out there by Pink Floyd? Submitted by Daylight right. Films. Uh, bored by the Deftones. Scott Brooks sent that one in. <laughs> I get bored, I get bored, I get bored. I wish for the real one. Uh, this one is dark from Clutch. In the end, it doesn't even matter. A Linkin Park song. Oh, yeah. And right. in the end, it doesn't even matter. Jared, we want Again, the people Jared, to listen. Nobody asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got I Want You to Want Me. Dan Weiss submitted that like one. that. And shots, shots, shot, 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 shots. Oh, wait, that's going to be Dan Bickley at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. The end of dry, dry January, baby. Smirch. Smirch. Yes. Uh, Desert Dirtbag submitted yeah, that one. That's excellent. The beginning of mysteriously missing work February. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a big February 1st guy. Loves the holiday. Uh, last one from Ross Vegas. He says, this one is for Vinnie Joe. Never let me down again. Bye to Pesh Mode. All right. So it, it applies you, to everything. Really. Do you want to sing that one, then? No. Okay. No. You if I, if I put the kibosh on Jarrett singing, I won't subject anybody to it either. Okay, fair. Although I have a feeling that you've got a sneaky good voice. I, I don't have proof, but I just have a feeling. <laughs> well, I would say that's we, accurate. Yeah, yeah, we've that's accurate of Vinny. Yeah, he does. I've He's got never a sneaky heard good voice. Oh, my gosh. Show okay. me, show me, show me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to hear this. Okay. Let's get to the Phoenix Suns when they were missing four of their five starters. And Mikel Bridges was the last guy standing. We, on this show, had a lot of conversations about his ceiling and what he would be able to do with all of those other guys missing. Uh, But last night, he had a great game. He stepped up uh, in a big way. 29 points, uh, 63% shooting from the field. And that was with all of the starters except for Devin Booker back. Uh, Open-ended question, guys. Looking at this year's Suns team, who have you been most wrong about this season, either in a good way or a bad way, and why? 
Ooh. I, I, can we even make conclusions about the Suns right now? I, I mean, it, it's so hard to do that. I Listen, I was intrigued by Damian Lee, so I wasn't wrong about that. I think I was critical uh, about Jock Landale, and he's been he, – he surprised me in a good way, but – I don't know, not to the point where I'm going to go start, you know, carrying flags yeah, around town. For, play, yeah. playing every night. I know. So, I mean, for, I... For me, it's one of two answers. Mm-hmm. I really thought this was going to be a bounce-back breakout year for Landry Shamit, and we haven't Ugh. seen that. His no. struggles have continued. And as much as it pains me to say, I thought this was going to be a breakout year for DeAndre Ayton, and it's been glimpse... Lull, glimpse, lull. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it, it's been a, it's been a frustrating path for Da so far this year, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. and right when well you said. start to get fed up, he comes through with a great game, and you're like, us Yeah, yeah. No surprise, DeAndre Ayton was the subject of most of our responses. I won't read all of them, of course. Um, actually, I will start with Jay Crowder. How about that? Sean and KC says Jay Crowder is who he has been most wrong about this year. I thought he was more of a team guy than he turned out to be. Well, Sean, you were not alone in that thinking. <laughs> yep. Chef agrees. I thought he was the mental strength of this squad. Uh, <laughs> but again, we're all making suppositions That's, without any information at all. That is true. And thank you for that reminder. Seabacher44 says, I expected so much more production and defense out of Jay Crowder. At this point, I don't even notice him out there. That's <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, uh, Matthew Warwick says, my worst take is about Chris Paul. I knew he was a great player, but what he has done for this team is far and beyond what I thought he would do. He is one of my favorite sons ever now. Oh. And then, yeah, a lot of DA, like we said. Ariel Montano says, I really thought he would take a step forward. No, he's the same old DA that frustrates the heck out of everyone. No hustle in him, says Les Shepard. Jeffrey Agnew says he gave the all about the business chip on the shoulder kind of interview and I drank that up. And then Eric Luna says, I thought DA was going to be a lot more aggressive down low in the paint after he signed that big contract. I was wrong. All right, let's get to our final question here on social studies. Vince shared very early in today's show that a middle schooler in North Dakota won $10,000 during a high school basketball halftime contest. He hit a layup, a free throw, a three and a half court shot. I watched the video. He didn't miss. Four for four. <laughs> so he won 10000 bucks, yeah. which is, of course, $9,500 more <laughs> uh-huh. than that Indiana Pacers fan won for hitting a half court shot. Doing the same thing. Yeah. A, yeah. So uh, we're asking, what is the best prize you've ever won? And then the kind of lamest, most disappointing prize you've ever won. I know, Bick, you shared the I second shared, half I of shared that. my most disappointing, and, and I will stick with that. It was a day when, by by a miracle, I won both closest to the pin contest in a scramble, um, a fun kind of golf tournament, and the prizes were really disappointing compared to what they were giving away for raffle-based prizes. And I remember thinking, man, I was robbed! <laughs> Give me one of in those terms tickets. Of, in terms of prizes that I've won, I don't even, I don't know if, 
probably an employee of the month sometime down the sometime along the line. For, for lamest? Yeah. I mean, I never deserved it. <laughs> what do they give you? A free parking you spot it? for a month? Oh, oh, you got that? Yeah. That's cool. Like, I have parking in the. That's right. That's right. I, I already parked right. here. We get in at 4 a.m. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm it was 10 a.m. I don't need to come saying it was here. Oh. But was it? I don't think I've ever won a. They don't even they don't do that anymore. Oh, yeah, they don't. Yeah. You're right. They don't. It's been a while. Yeah. All right. Well, lots of good answers yes. here. We're running out of time. Fa- I just want to read my favorite. Oh, okay. Is it Alf Easy? Because no, that's my favorite. No, it's Jason Black. Okay. Jason Black won tickets to a guns and ammo show from a raffle. At the very same guns and ammo show I was already at. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's excellent. Wow. <laughs> was it more than a one-day event? That is excellent. Tremendous. You're allowed to stay, Jason Black. Uh, Alfizi, my favorite response. He said his aunt hosted a Tupperware party with promise of free Tupperware. She then received a keychain-sized Tupperware. What can that even hold? Not even a key. It would be Maybe, too small yeah, to hold right? a key. Here's an M&M. <laughs> <laughs> wow. One single M&M. Tremendous. At Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter is where all of the fabulous responses are. Sorry we ran out of time to get to all of the good ones. That's good stuff, though. Thank yes. you, Sarah. Thank Thanks you, Sarah. Everybody who chimed in on social studies. Coming up next, uh, the recent report on the Kyler Murray rehabilitation from a knee injury sparked a discussion on this show. And that sparked another discussion on social media. We'll get into some of the reaction and new thoughts on it next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Dan Bickley and Vince Murata. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Let's focus on some of these coaching searches, specifically the Arizona Cardinals. Really, one of the biggest questions for the Cardinals, besides who actually is going to be their coach, is when is Kyler Murray going to be ready? And this topic, for sure, has come up during these interviews as Murray recovers from an ACL injury and a torn meniscus. My understanding is he is going to take his time and make sure this thing is 100% right. He is young. He's got a long career. He's not going to rush. So do not be surprised if we don't see him to start the season or maybe even by the midway point this injury has to heal perfectly. That was Ian Rappaport over the weekend. Certainly uh, not new information in terms of Kyler Murray most likely not being mm-hmm. ready for the beginning of the season. But it certainly got new levels of reaction. We had a discussion on it yesterday. You brought up some some good points, um, you know, and and some of the use of the phrases from Ian Rappaport in that soundbite bick about you know he's young, he's got a long career, he's not going to rush back. This needs mm-hmm. to be a hundred percent healed. It needs to heal perfectly. Uh, it's leading to some some chatter about Kyler Murray again. Kyler Murray, the leader. Kyler Murray, the inspirational figure as as a, as a professional quarterback. And uh, you know the way you started that yesterday is like, why are we having these conversations now when we don't even know if rehab has started? Since mm-hmm. we had the discussion, you know, a couple people reached out and said he, he's at the very beginning stages of his rehab. Okay, uh, but still. Um, you know, the questions about Kyler Murray and his desire to be on the football field are out there. And what I gathered from, you know, there was a video posted from our social uh, channels yesterday mm-hmm. um, that, you know, of you talking about this. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of response on both sides of it. Some people saying, look, Kyler's got to heal. He's got to be 100%. Other people, you know, questioning um, his. 
his desire to hurry back to bust it for mm-hmm. get back as quickly as possible for his football team when you know Joe Burrow was a young quarterback in his first year and he was there for day, day one after tearing an ACL mm-hmm. and made it important made it a, a, a priority for him to do so. Some people believe that Kyler Murray, just because he's the quarterback of the team they root for, is above criticism and, and reproach at this point. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sure where to begin with that. I would just say that I, I thought it was a little bit odd for Ian Rappaport to contextualize his rehab before it even began, or if it has began, forgive me for being off for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, we're at the very beginning of it, and the idea that Kyler, don't expect Kyler Murray to rush back, I just, I take offense to that reporting because it's coming from someplace, and I don't like what it's saying. I, I think the, the, the only real thing that should be said at this point in time is that Kyler Murray can't wait to get back. That's that is what I think uh, should be said here. The, it, by attaching this language that he's in no rush to get back, I think it's it's inflaming the situation for some because you're painting the picture that he's not in any hurry to join a season in progress. And if he joins a team a month in, then time is of the matter. So if you're saying I'm in, or this person might not be in a rush, you're you are effectively painting his motive. Yes. And I'm not sure that, that he would subscribe to that. Which is very strange, too, when opening day is still seven and a half months away. Well, and again, so this is my issue with it. I, I don't know why people had issue with what I had to say, but but whatever. People can interpret this whatever the way they want. To me, it, it just seems like uh, w- why are we trying to set these timetables and these guidelines on this quarterback who's embarking on something he's never done before? I don't get it. And so I pointed out this must have been coming from Kyler Murray's camp, and people are, are are pushing back on that. Okay, well, then if it came from the Cardinals, why would the Cardinals say that? Why would they be incentivized? Now, and I know Ian Rappaport works for the NFL Network, so he's technically – so he gets all his information from the clubs gratis is what he does because he, he, he basically works for the clubs. He's part of the NFL sure. Network. sure. So, so people are like, oh, that must have come from the Cardinals. I, again, I, I think that I think the proper way to to contextualize this is Kyler Murray is going to do everything he can to get back to playing the sport he loves. That's, that's the way. What's it so have, hard with that about that? that? But yeah, the way that it was phrased, consider both options: if it came from Kyler's camp or if it came from the Cardinals. What is being served by that language being out there on either front? Nobody is saying that about Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, promising young player, breakout player in the last half of 2022, suddenly blew up his elbow in an injury that generally doesn't happen to quarterbacks. He's not going to rush. He's got his whole career ahead of him. He's not rushing back. You're not hearing that. Why is that language being used with Kyler Murray? It's a great question. It's a great question, but we don't know where the language is coming from either, other than it was delivered by, by Ian Rappaport. So, again, draw your mm-hmm. own conclusion on all of it. Um, I said it yesterday, and again, because of the un- and I'm saying it because of the uncertain nature of it. We know when the injury took place, December 12th. We know when the surgery took place, January 3rd. Here we are in the last day of January, early parts of February, with the rehab just starting. It's entirely possible that half the season goes by before Kyler Murray is back. Mm-hmm. We don't, I mean, I, something you just said, too, that really registered with me. This is a process that Kyler Murray's never gone through. He's not been 
severely injured in his career as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. This is a severe injury and and a you know pretty big rehabilitation process to come back not mm-hmm. only from an ACL but meniscus. There's and I'm not wishing anything. I'm not portending anything. I'm not predicting anything. The possibilities for a setback are there. Mm-hmm. He might not play football next year. That would be a worst case scenario. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would be, or or maybe maybe he turns out to be an incredibly fast healer. It's his first. It's Adrian injury. Peterson. Who knows? Yeah, you, you don't know. And and again, this is why I just it it just it it's stunning to me how freely uh, language is used uh, about this quarterback in terms of language that is given. To the NBA or the NFL newsbreakers, but also like you said, language that's not really attached to any other quarterback no. or player in the league. I, 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 every other quarterback coming back. Oh, he's he can't wait to rejoin his teammates. Saying that he's not in a rush is really. I, if I were Kyler Murray, I'd be offended by that because once again, you're painting this guy as selfish, not in it for the group. Not a hard worker. Not a hard worker. All that Only in stuff. It for the money. All that stuff. I'll yeah. come back so, on my timetable mm-hmm. when I'm good and ready. How many times? Have and we again, been and it, and it's and it's funny too because the people who think that I'm being overly critical of Kyler Murray find me somebody who's more sympathetic to that young man than I've been when it comes to to, to breaking free from from uh, everything from the sheltered life that he has lived. And, and and I think that he has been put in an untenable situation. Asked for to, to come in and, and and be the guy from day one when you're five ten and a and a and a whisper. I you know I I, I don't know. To me, it just it, it's it's just bizarre. It really is. It's it's about time the Cardinals celebrate. Try to celebrate this kid and go that route rather than. Publicly defend him and then privately bash him, which I'm not saying is happening now, but it happened before. Oh, it happened for the better part of a, a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was puzzling when it was happening. Yeah. No. So it, it's so I listen, they've got to get him right. That's the bottom line. They've got to get him right because they've invested a lot of money into this kid. And, you know, do overs can't have those in the NFL. Well, you can. If, if, if you're the, the referee and crew in the, the AFC, AFC championship, championship game. <laughs> text your well done, to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, a rousing edition of Mustache. Mustache. <laughs> Straight ahead, it's Pickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are Bickley and Murata Mornings. I'm Sarah Cazell with Dan Bickley, Vince Murata, and Jarrett Carlin. We're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com, to look at our daily poll question, as we always do at this time. Who is the Suns' most valuable player not named Devin Booker? Four names and another. DeAndre Ayton, Mikkel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Cam Johnson, Chris Paul, and other. Uh, based on our conversations today, but bigger picture, also considered, I'm still going with Chris Paul. So am I. I think that's going to be the answer at the end. At the end of it all, so that's why I'm voting. All right, let's place a vote for CP3. Forty-seven percent say Mikkel Bridges is the most valuable player not named Devin Booker, followed by forty-two percent for DeAndre Ayton. 8% for Chris Paul. 
2% for Cam Johnson. 8%? Wow. 8% for Chris Paul. Zero say other. Wow. That's surprising. I'm, I'm a bit flabbergasted. Yeah, yes, so am I. But uh, that's uh, the way the voting uh, looks right now. You can change it. You can certainly make your opinion heard on the Sanderson Ford poll question. Vote on it now at ArizonaSports.com. Mustache. Not a mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Big mustache. Big mustache. My mustache. Your mustache. Say the word. The word mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Now we both have said mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. If you only got a mustache. The mustache sensation has taken over much of the country. All right, it is 9.30-ish on a Tuesday, <laughs> which means it is time for America's fastest growing facial hair-related quiz sensation. Where I will be playing a clip from a movie, a TV show, an interview, or a song, and Bickley Murata will have to tell me whether the person talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache. They get a bonus point if they correctly identify the person. First one, the 10 wins. And today's topic, because not only have the Suns been linked in trade rumors with the Toronto Raptors, but they just played the Toronto Raptors. All things dinosaurs. All right. Oh, no. okay. So all dinosaur-related things. So keep that in mind with your answers. Uh, Vince, you won last week. Would you like to go first or second? I would like to make a prediction first that I will not win this week. <laughs> they are very challenging this week. I, I will, will say. Let, uh, I will let Bick go first today. All right. I'm going to say right off the bat, this is a challenging week. So we'll start with a, a kind of an easy one for you, though, Dan. Jim Morrison, not a mustache. That is correct. The Lizard King himself. Mm-hmm. All right. Da- uh, uh, Vince. What's your name? Yeah. Dinosaur Jr., mm. not a mustache. That is correct. Was that song in your wheelhouse back in the day? Taste the Pain? Is yeah. That that, yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. All right. Uh, two, Dan two. Bickley, 2-2, two, two, dinosaur-themed edition of Mustache, Not a Mustache. God creates dinosaurs. God destroys dinosaurs. God creates man. Man destroys God. Man creates dinosaurs. Uh, that would be Ian Malcolm. Jeff Goldblum, not a mustache. That is correct. That's the Vinnie Joe flex right there. <laughs> Character and Dr. Actor. Ian Malcolm yeah. to you, please. Okay. All right, Vince. Yes. Today, we'll be talking about dinosaurs. It's time for the raptor rap. I'm a raptor doing what I can. Going to eat everything till the appearance of man. Yo, yo, see me. I'm living below the soil. I'll be back, but I'm coming as oil. <laughs> That's uh, Robin Williams from Mrs. Doubtfire. Not a mustache. That is correct. All right, good start for everybody. Four, four. We're gonna get now. It's gonna get challenging the rest of the way, but here we go, Dan. All right. 
Dinosaurs lived a long time ago. They were terrible lizards, don't you know? <laughs> some ate plants and some ate meat. Some ate fish and some ate beets. <laughs> Johnny Cash yes. had a mustache. Correct. Did Why you know? Why are you surprised? That well, you get, his the, voice is very... vocal timber is very ab- identifiable, right? Absolutely correct. That's why I included it. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I guess at some point in the 70s, uh, obviously when he needed money of some sort, he released a children's album. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that, that's the one thing that threw me. I'm like, I don't recall yeah. this recording. Yeah, there's like yeah. eight or nine songs of yeah. all children's right. songs. All wow. right. Vince? I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, here we go. I've never heard it, but you can make, you know you can it, make is. it out. Yeah, it's, right. uh, it's Weird Al <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. with a wispy mustache. That is correct. All right. Everybody's cooking and booking. Six, six. Uh, Dan. Mm-hmm. Jason in Syracuse. What's up, Jason? Any opinion one way or the other on Gino Papers yet? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know who you. I don't who you're talking about. I don't know who you're talking about. I, I, I don't know the name. I, I don't know what, what team was he saying. I don't know what player he was talking about. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real player, or imaginary player. I never heard of the player. <laughs> Mike Francesa not a mustache. That was correct. The guy's name was Dino, kind of like Dino and uh, Mike mm-hmm. Francesa himself, yes. perhaps a dinosaur. All right. He's going to be on first take today, I hear. Oh, is, is that tomorrow? Right? Oh, is it tomorrow? Yeah, it's the Wednesdays when Mike Francesa, it's a... Reuniting with Mad Dog, yeah. yeah. Oh, because you can't get enough screaming on television. Yes. You know, my bike's not for sale, Mike Francesa. <laughs> three seven-year-olds <laughs> screaming at each other. All right, Vince. Yes. Short one, so pay attention. <laughs> That's so funny. The last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. That Ooh. is John C. Riley as Dale Dobeck. Oh boy, that brother's oh boy. not a mustache. Congratulations, oh that was boy. really good for such a short clue. You got you really flexed on that one. All right, two clues. The answer left. was longer than the clue. <laughs> That's true. Two clues left. All right. I'll be impressed with both of you if you get these. All right, here we go, Dan. All right, Bang a Gong would be from the rock band T Rex, (laughs) but, 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 they're a singer. Not a mustache. That is correct. Uh, good guess. I did not think you were. Good gonna, guess. Really good. I, we've all heard that song a million oh, yeah. times. Yeah. I never knew the band was T Rex, but very yeah. good. All right, for the tie, oh, Vinny. Oh, my gosh. I'm found a little tie, so I watch my That was a very unfortunate <laughs> chart, uh, chart, charting song. Big hit by a band called Was Not Was. Oh, what? That's correct. <laughs> I and I believe oh, they got their name from the guy Don Was, who was in the band. Okay, he doesn't have a mustache, but he's not the singer. No, he's not the singer. I'm gonna say mustache. That is correct. Wow. The guy has a mustache. <laughs> 
It looks kind of like Eddie Murphy. Uh, wow. wow. Unbelievable, which means oh, no. we are tied totally at 10 believable. to 10. <laughs> at 10 to 10 on Perfect Mustache score. Not a Mustache, we go to a tiebreaker question. But we're doing it after the break. Oh. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> Wait, why aren't we doing it now? I was ready. No, no, we got to do it after the break uh, on Mustache. Not a Mustache. Not a Mustache. Well done, Vic. What did I do? Well done, you. I didn't. Jared said your, your clues were harder than mine. If he got those last two, he would be impressed. I was impressed. If he wrecks and was not was. If we've accomplished nothing else today. We've, we've impressed, impressed Jared. Jared. Wow. Spickley and Murata mornings on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Spickley and Murata, song of the day. Yeah, the internet. My kids were never Barney kids. They were more like Elmo kids. Mm. My older son was a Barney kid. We did it all, baby. I did you do it all? Yeah, all covered. Oh yeah. I still have the lyrics to Camp Caillou run around in my head. Caillou, I think, was maybe after my. How about Teletubbies? Did that no hit anywhere? No, thankfully. Wishbone. You're all lucky that you aren't don't have little kids now because my niece and nephew are really into something called Blippy. 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 Ah, Some doofus just puts on suspenders and a hat and goes, Hey, I'm Blippy. (laughs) Sounds like you. As a multimillionaire. Do you ever wear suspenders and a hat? Jared sounds jealous. Yeah, I found a... uh, Jared does strike me as somebody who could find a niche, like in children's entertainment, just be this weird kind of character that people go, yeah, he's kind of a creep. But you're a parent. Would you let him around your kid? No, that's my point. (laughs) We'll do Harry for my taste. (laughs) Yeah, remix edition of the Barney Barney theme song. Today is, again, unfortunate song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. All right, unfinished business. Mm. In the world of mustache, not a mustache. Yes. A surprising double perfect score has led to another tiebreaker. Absolutely. After four minutes of anticipation, it's finally time to settle this. Okay. According to... The Dinosaur Museum, based in southern England. It's called the Dinosaur Museum. Sauroposeidon was a sauropod from the early Cretaceous period. It was related to the more famous Brachiosaurus. It it was known as the tallest known dinosaur, the Sauroposeidon. In feet. How tall was the average feet? Sauroposeidon. All right, and I'm yes. sending my answer to you, yes, Sarah. Yes, send it to me on Teams. How tall was the tallest dinosaur? Interesting. It's very interesting, Jarrett. All right. Okay, we have Vince's guess. What is your guess, Dan Bickley? Boy. 75 feet. Wow. <laughs> you both guessed the exact same number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for 
a double tiebreaker. All right, we need to take another break. Oh, no. Take another break. Oh, my goodness. We've broken the system. All right, that's a tie. What was the answer? The answer is 60 feet. 60 feet. Your standard Soro Poseidon. So, congratulations to both of you. You are winners today. A legitimate tie this week. Congratulations. Wow. Well done, Vinny. I'm going to cede it to you. You had the much more, but style points you win. I don't know. You, you, had some you both did pretty points. good. I'm uh, impressed by both of you. Okay. And Jarrett Carlin said he was impressed too. What more could you ask for? Right. I feel I have a glow that I didn't have before. Looks stunning. A mustache. Might today. be pregnant. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh. Yep. Not. Not going <laughs> uh, Did you see the? Uh, Online Twitter battle between Kayvon Thibodeau of the New York Giants and former 49ers lineman Joe Staley. I did not, no. (laughs) Oh, boy. Kayvon Thibodeau, whose team got just hammered in the playoffs by the Mm -hmm. Philadelphia Eagles, 38-7. He tweeted, way this game look, we might be better than the 49ers with three laughing, crying emojis. Ooh. Joe Staley responds... You're a flash player who gets bodied by average tackles. Don't let the New York media affect you too much. Wow. Kayvon Thibodeau, and this has become kind of his calling card. Who are you, bro? (laughs) Joe Staley? Yes. Joe Staley responds. Enough for you to respond. Congrats on your four sacks this year, though. That's huge. (laughs) Unbelievable numbers. Kayvon Thibodeau, I don't care how famous you think you are. If I don't know you, I don't know you. Old people need to leave me alone. Lawrence Tynes, former Giants kicker, chimes in. Oh, boy. Hey, Kayvon, ask Joe if you could see his NFC championship rings. You're a rookie, so maybe you don't know this, but the loser of the Super Bowl gets a ring for winning their conference, and he has two. Joe Staley then turns on Lawrence Tynes and says, you're a kicker. No. (laughs) Wow. That's quality drama right there. Michael Strahan (laughs) from the top rope. You also had a great career and should be proud. Don't go after a rookie and my kicker. Kayvon had four sacks this year. I had two and a half on you your rookie year, and I was old at that point, so don't forget that. Let my young guy live. This is the second time Kayvon Thibodeau has used the I don't know who this person is card on a respected uh, yeah, veteran who right. came before him. Yeah. Saturday was the other that, one. Right, what? that was the other one. And now Joe Staley. Kayvon Thibodeau is a very, very talented player. He's kind of a turd. There's a uh, there's there's a lot of new research that is suggesting that cell phones have ruined the brains of a generation of people, and it's only going to get worse. I- I'm starting to believe in that. Can I? Did you, have you seen what's going on with the Pro Bowl today? <laughs> so the Pro Bowl, there are no game. There is no Pro Bowl game anymore, it's right? No Pro Bowl games. So you would be hoping that without the game. You would get the stars to participate because there's no game for them to pull out of. Yes. All of the AFC quarterbacks have pulled out. Patrick Mahomes, obviously, he's got the Super Bowl to prepare for. Uh, Justin Herbert and uh, Josh Allen Josh Allen have all pulled out. So these are the Pro Bowl quarterbacks for the AFC right now. Trevor Lawrence, Derek Carr, and Tyron Huntley. Tyler, Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley. <laughs> Snoop Huntley. <laughs> There's no game. Yeah, it's well, you know. Why Patrick did they even Mahomes need to replace them? Show up. T- 
Tyler, Trevor Lawrence, Tyler Huntley, and Tarek Carr are your Pro Bowlers. Does this go as a Pro Bowl appearance yes. on Tyler Huntley's resume? Yes. Yeah. It does? Yeah. It does, yes. They're saying it does, yes. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, he threw for 658 yards this year. <laughs> Good for you. Gotta love that. Look, I know they want to fill the gap in the week between the playoffs and the Super Bowl because they insist on having a bye week, which probably is a good thing this year, let's be honest. Uh-huh. But the the game no longer worked. You can't reward these guys with a Pro Bowl on their resume for showing up to play dodgeball. You the, can't do it. The NHL is trying things that Donor doesn't even know they're trying. <laughs> oh, that sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. oh, I like it. Oh, yeah. They're actually oh, having a thing where dudes are shooting hockey pucks over water to a green, and where they land, they're going to have to putt from. Sounds cool. It sounds interesting. These pucks are going to tear up the green. Yeah, I was going to say, but aren't they protective of those greens? I, yeah. There's no game. Why do they need to replace them? So they somebody they need somebody to play dodgeball. I guess if other we need to get mustache not a mustache in the Pro Bowl games for twenty twenty four. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, please. That is I'll yeah. Two yeah, I'll yes, yes, totally. <laughs> That's gonna do it for us. Thanks to Jay Morris and Shane Doan, Bobby Hurley. Thanks to you for hanging out with us as well. We'll be back tomorrow morning at six a.m. Wolf and Luke are up next. Here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Have a great day, everybody.